welcome back to Embodied Millions. Danielle Margraf here, your hostess with the mostess. And I am sitting in my sacred space, candles ablaze, really tapping into my grounded self because here's the thing, something you might not know about me, I have no earth in my astrological chart. So what does that even mean to anybody. Um, what it really means is it makes a lot of sense why I have to do a lot of grounding, right? Grounding for me is super important. Um, so that for me means lots of walks outside and um, walking barefoot and using my spirit spray and, you know, really um, using all sorts of tools, oils, um, practices that keep me grounded in my body. Probably one of the reasons why I love uh, somatic therapy so much and somatic coaching and somatic work and somatic healing, because it really does bring us back to the body. And we don't realize how much we are missing uh, when we aren't in the body. So that's what this episode is all about. We are going to talk about how somatics uh, sort of got woven into my work and really catapulted me from a really mid five figure salary to a multi, very healthy, healthy six figure, multi six figure business owner and how this can work for you as well. So somatic therapy in and of itself is a body mind practice right, that utilizes the body as the entryway to tap into your inner landscape, your inner voice, your inner world. The body uses sensation and vision and feeling to talk, right? We all have our own language. And when we have experienced a trauma or we feel unsafe, right, we go into coping. We go into coping stance. It's like really a state of coping and our body organizes itself to keep us safe. And so typically, uh, just to give you sort of a little like 101, you can imagine your nervous system sort of like a ladder. And on the very top of the ladder is our parasympathetic system. And in this system, we are in safety and connection. It is safe to be in connection with others we feel like we are in a healthy space where, you know, singing zippity doo dah as we're, you know, checking out at the grocery store, we're, you know, talking to the lady in front of us, someone drops something, we rush to go help them pick it up, right? You're in a really good space. You're sort of open and feeling really good, okay? Now, between that, we're going to say that's the top of the ladder. Between that and the middle part of the ladder, we go into the sympathetic, right? And the sympathetic is where we might go into fight flight, okay? And fight flight being the, you know, um, you know, you're singing zippity doo dah driving down the highway and someone literally swerves and almost hits you. And then you swerve and your heart is being beating a mile a minute. You, you know, you can't decide if you want to throw them the finger like, fuck you, you know, or if you completely just go into that state of, 
you know, flight, right? Like, oh my God, right? And so, and and then you can, depending on how severe that scare was, you can typically maybe work your way out of that back into safety, but there is a process there, right? There is something that actually physically, you know, it happened. Your heart is going, you're sweating, your hands are shaking, right? You need a minute. You need a friggin' hot minute. And so you take a minute and you're like, you know, your breathing comes back to normal. You're like, thank God that was a close one, you know, but that is sort of where we go into this middle part. Now, from middle back to top, right? We can go into this space of, all right, we're back. We're back, right? Or you could go from that middle, right? And you could start spiraling, right? And it could be something different, but we're just using this as a example. We could start to be spiraling. Maybe you tell this story a hundred times in the day. You're stuck in this story, right? And you go into freeze, parasympathetic, Okay. And parasympathetic is freeze. We're immobilized, right? We are in a place of where our, our sense of safety has been compromised. We do not feel it's safe to connect. Maybe we're like, I'm afraid to get back in the car. I don't even know what's going to happen. I can't even, you know, I can't do that. And so we go from this place place of fight, flight, and moving out to this place of fight, flight, to freeze. And, you know, I always describe freeze state and immobilization as a place where, you know, maybe we feel hopeless. Like this is where we, you know, and there's, you know, this is all a spectrum, but hopeless. We don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, We tend to isolate. We tend to sort of regurgitate in, you know, our, sometimes our stories, sometimes it's just this constant feeling of I'm unsafe and not being able to connect and then not being able to move, right? That's sort of like the shutdown. And so I just want to say that we've all experienced on some level every one of these things, right? Every every part of the spectrum, every part of the ladder. And so somatic work really transformed my life because for many, 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 many years, I had been doing what I thought was the right thing to do when it comes to manifesting. I was trying to think a thought. I was trying to hold the thought and I was trying to get the thing, right? The problem was, is it wasn't working. And because I am empathic and I'm sensitive and I'm very self-reflective and I have a wound around self-blame and um, feeling like I, I'm in shame, right? When we have wounds around, it's our fault, especially around shame, right? Shame is the wound of something's wrong with me. But we're not, sometimes we're thinking that specifically. We're like, what the fuck is wrong with us? But sometimes... It's really very insidious and underlining under it underlies sort of the fabric of what you believe and in yourselves and how you move and you don't even realize it's a component. And so what happens is, is when I couldn't manifest, I was really in this place of I was in a bad spot financially. I mean, poverty is, you know, is definitely a word that I would describe. Uh, single mom, uh, trying to raise my two kids. They were babies at the time. Thank God. I kept thinking like, okay, 
I'm going to do my best to like, you know, not show the fear. (laughs) But uh, there was some really hard times. And so with that, um, there was a lot of self-blame. What's wrong with me? I have a master's degree. Why can't I freaking make money, keep money? What is going on here? And when I hit my really my rock bottom, I was sleeping on a massage table in my energy medicine practice and the shame spiral abound. I mean, talk about a shame spiral. And so you probably can relate to this if there was some part of your life that you sort of were like, that was the turning point. That was it. And I think for many of us, especially the us high achieving, you know, visionary queens, you know, prosperous priestesses, we absolutely have had more than one rock bottom, hands down. So raise your hand if this is you. I see you. I hear you, I know you, I feel you, right? And so this was the moment for me, you know, uh, this was not the first rock bottom experience that I had, but this was one. And I'm sleeping on my massage table and it was just, I mean, it was tragic. It was tragic. I mean, it was summer, it was hot. There was no air conditioning in the building when everybody left. And yeah, I mean, I was in a shame spiral. The blessing, the silver lining was that I had done so much work already on myself and, you know, in my career and personally, professionally around, you know, money and all sorts of things, energy and, you know, inner child work and shadow work and counseling and coaching and shamanic journeys and, you know, you know, Reiki. And I mean, you name it, I did it. Um, ancestral healing, you know, things, all sorts of things. And the truth is, is that it was in this moment that I had this very great big awareness that I was in the shame spiral, which here's the difference, right? When you're in the shame spiral, but you're in the shame spiral, it is very difficult to get out. You're probably on that lower level rung of the ladder, And you don't trust yourself to make a decision. You don't know which way is up, right? But when you are aware that you're in the shame spiral, you can identify it. And literally, it's like looking at yourself. It's the, and even if it's a sliver of being able to be an observer or a witness, super potent. So it turns out that I can see this happening and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. And I go to my computer and I'm like, because I'm a big, like, I got to Google it. I got to Google it. I got to figure this out. I got to Google it. I'm not one to stay in sort of the spin of victim energy. I am very much an activator. Like I got to fix, I got to do, I got to figure this out. So I start Googling and honestly, for the life of me, I can't remember what I put in, but it was one of those things where I didn't put in what came up, right? And what came up was this whole idea of polyvagal theory, uh, neuroscience, neural pathways, nervous system regulation, safety, connection, yada, yada. And it literally spoke to my soul. Like my soul was like raising her hand like a wild woman in a second grade classroom. Like, ooh, 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 I got the answer. I got the answer. Ooh, ooh, you know, like I couldn't stay in my seat. Like it was so potent. And so what ended up happening was 
I, so I am not one to just be like, oh, let me find a somatic therapist. I'm like, this is the work that I need to learn from the inside out. So of course I find um, a somatic therapy certification that I could take. And without even getting one or receiving one session on myself, I decide to sign up. I'm like, this is my work. And so this is after, oh my gosh, I've already had already been in the coaching industry nine, no, probably seven, eight years, I guess. And, um, you know, I was like, this is going to change my life. And I start taking this course and within the year, I think it was like within a year-ish, a year and a half maybe, I completely radically transformed my money. And the more I healed doing this somatic work, really tapping in and on, and because everything we did, I was connecting to my wealth wound, my woundedness around money, my money PTSD, my fine, my, my limiting my financial flow, my not feeling deserving, my not feeling like I was good enough. Um, also it made me look at things that I were not, was never, would never have with talk therapy cognitively recalled. So that's a really important distinction because the truth is the body knows the body. Well, you know, the book, the body keeps score, right? The body certainly does keep score. And until you allow the body to be the entryway and you can be guided in knowing that what comes up is meant to come up. What comes up is ready to be seen and healed and take up space. And so with that, I was able to literally transform my money, which really transforming your money is transforming your life. It is expansion of consciousness. It is creating more room and space in your body, which holds your subconscious. So we're creating a, we're totally changing paradigms and creating new pathways and patterns for you to be open and available to create more wealth. I call it somatic wealth, right? It's like a body-based wealth, you know, experience. Experience. It is all around the embodiment piece. Intellectually, you might even understand what I'm saying, but it's like, how, 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 right? And that's how I felt around the manifesting. If you've ever tried to manifest something and you couldn't do it, or you felt like, oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be, or if it wasn't, right? I can almost guarantee you that it's because you weren't in an embodiment of the thing that you said that you wanted. And part of that is because there were sort of like what I call like these, um, I don't like to use the word blocks, but there was these glitches, like system glitches that wouldn't allow you to receive on that level because you are organized in a way to keep you safe. And maybe where you wanted to go would not allow you to expand in that way in your body. Because the truth is we need to be safe in the expansion. And I think we've talked about that before. Um, so here's the deal. When you want to create more wealth, when you want to break the, you know, financial glass ceiling, when you want to, you know, bring in more money, when you want to create more prosperity in your life where you're happier and doing meaningful work and getting paid for that work, but you're not, you're, you're willing to give up the hustle for it and you're ready to create it from your body. This is what it's all about. And this is exactly what I did because here's the truth, right? The hustle and grind piece was really 
not just a physical action hustle and grind. It really was a mental hustle and grind, right? It was the grasping. It was the chasing. It was the, and it was an energetic mental chasing and grasping. It was a pushing forward. It was a, I have to, I should, I need to, I got to. It was that, like those were the words that were actually spinning in my head, always pushing me forward. And it was really the underlying, you know, emotion around that was shame. You're not doing good enough. You need to do more. This isn't going to get us where we want to go. We need to make more money. Your kids are going to starve. Your car is going to be taken away again. You're going to be on a massage table again. And like on and on it goes, right? And again, this wasn't conscious. This wasn't a conscious thought, but this was a very underlying thing happening in my body that was storing past trauma in a way where I could organize and survive. So let's talk a little bit about that. Here's the deal. The reason I don't like to use the word blocks is this. <sighs> okay. You are organized in exactly the perfect way to keep you safe. Okay. There is nothing wrong with you. You are whole and complete just as you are. When we desire, and decide and require to be, do, and have more, we need to reorganize to be able to receive that. We need to reorganize to receive where we can feel safe and connected because we are all wired for safety and connection. If you don't rewire, or re, you could say rewire, reorganize. I like reorganize. I, like, I do say both interchangeably. But let's just say if we don't reorganize, what happens is you have two parts of you that are battling each other. The part of you that wants the more and the part of you that's like, uh-uh, we're safe right here. It is all happening underlying subconscious. It is not happening in your conscious mind. It's happening in your subconscious mind, right? So when we want to create a money makeover, when we want to create more abundance, we want to manifest more wealth, the truth is we need to get, this is like the science of manifesting. We need to get to the underlying root of what is safe for you? How are you showing up in that? And then moving in that direction, okay? And so there is no block per se. I know everyone uses the word block a lot. I used to use the word block a lot too before I even knew any of this stuff. But it's not a block, because to me, a block means like your body is like, you know, like you're intentionally blocking the thing you want. And it's not intentional. It's for survival. It's for safety. It's for stability. It's for security, you know? And so the truth is, is, you know, we are the only ones who can create safety and connection within ourselves, safety and connection within ourselves. And when we understand that in our inner landscape, our inner world, we can then start to consciously choose, right? In context, consciously choose how we want to create safety and connection with others, which then creates change, right? But this is consciousness. This is being, this is conscious change. This isn't just sort of like, 
um, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall. And so what happens is I work with many, many women who are burnt out, tired, exhausted, um, been in a very male dominated industry who have switched over to being maybe in what would be considered more alternative medicine industry. I work with women who are burnt out mentally because they're tired of trying to make their business work. And maybe that is a coaching alternative medicine, you know, consulting business that, you know, they're, they're, they're in scarcity so deeply because of maybe how they grew up in childhood or maybe um, how they feel about themselves, some trauma that showed up in, you know, their younger years or whatever the case may be, they're exhausted, they're tired, right? And then what happens is they are wondering, why can't I earn money? Why can't I generate money? And the truth is, is that in all these cases, these women, right, that I'm referring to typically are not double downing on themselves because it is very difficult for them to do that because they don't feel safe. They don't know, can I trust myself? And the first time, maybe one of the first times they've done it is when they join Wealthy Goddess Unleashed, right? Or Prosper Somatic Priestess, you know, or, right, one of these programs that really require them to show up for themselves. And what happens is they start to build the inner landscape that's needed to trust themselves enough to make the money repeatedly. And then they make more and more and more and more. And they grow their content and they grow their programs. And all of a sudden, they are very clear in how they're meant to share their meaningful work in the world in a way where they get to be part of that. They get to take up space and not just the good, you know, love and light parts of them, all parts of them. Because here's the thing, what I have learned over the years is that there are parts of me that still show up, right? New level, new devil that will still show up and be doubtful or get worried. The difference is, is because my system is wired now for safety and I have so much um, evidence that it works, I don't ever stay in that place, right? I don't ever, I can go, oh, thank you so much, lurker voice who's trying to keep me safe. I got this, you know? And so that's a very different experience. And that's very much the experience of, you know, women who are, you know, who sort of stay in the wound and that victim energy of, and they can't seem to get out of it versus women who start to grow into overflow and really understand that they, their bodies house the subconscious, which really emits the frequency and the vibration of this underlying patterns. And you know, like attracts like. So that is how we start to say, okay, I want to, I want more clients. I want more leads. I want to make more money. I want to create more of this. I want to create more, like that's how it works. So somatic work has become a really important part of my, my business, my practice, um, my, in my, you know, 
in my programs. Um, it is an embodiment and feeling experience, not a figuring out strategy experience, right? And so, of course, that worked well with me and it works well for all my women because here's the deal. For women that I work with, strategy doesn't work, meaning they're already overthinkers. Maybe you can relate to this. There, are, If you're an overthinker, you're an overanalyzer, you're um, always trying to figure things out, right? If that's you, then what's happening is, right, there is this strategy only brings more of that spinning, right? It's like we need to look at our business and look at our wealth and look at our money from an energetic point of view, not from a strategic point of view, not from a practical point of view, right? Because practical is not what how I have ever made my money. And it's not how I continue to run my business. It is completely energetic. It doesn't mean I don't have systems in place, but systems is very different than strategy. Systems is just what makes my life easier, right? So, okay, I feel like I went on and on and on, and I hope that this was valuable, and I would love to hear um, where you're at and what you relate to and how this is valuable for you. Also, I invite you to apply. We are filling spots quickly for Wealthy Goddess Unleashed. We start our second round in July and we have minimal spots available because we meet every single week and I personally work with you. So if you want that application, then go into uh, the tap link on Instagram where there is an application there. You can fill that out. And if you're a fit, we will reach out to you ASAP. Um, with that, I am going to say goodbye. Caring is sharing. Make sure you share Embodied Millions with all the people that you love who you want to help create the ripple effect of more wealth, more abundance, more prosperity in your life, in your business today and every day. See you next time.